0: In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Just a few weeks ago we had the feast of the resurrection of our Lord, celebrating the glorious humanity and divinity of Christ. We had last week the Feast of Pentecost, celebrating the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles. It is therefore appropriate to have now the celebration of the Holy Trinity as the logical conclusion of of the previous two feasts. As we also celebrate Father's Day, I'd like to consider with you the two, two of the four relations that we find in God, in the Holy Trinity, when contemplating the mystery of the Most Blessed Trinity and their analogy with the relations that unite fathers and sons. The two relations we are now considering are First, the relation of the father to the son, very simple. This is paternity or fatherhood. And second, the relation of the son to the father. This is filiation or sonship. In God, if we can use the word father, it is because we can consider in him a principle from which anything takes its rise in any way whatever or from which anything proceeds in any manner we often use the name father as an essential name of god also one of our four ordinary names sorry of our ordinary names to manifest the unity in the divine trinity in other words in god when talking about the first person of the holy trinity the father we necessarily imply two things, a principle and a cause of unity. Principle, in Latin, principes, what comes first, the one who is first, like the prince, same root, prince, principes, in the order of government, with, of course, his subjects. Indeed, the father is first in the order of government in the family. He is, traditionally, the head of the family. This primacy in the order of things, willed by God, implies, of course, some important consequences for him. He must be first, be the motor, give the first impulse in the spiritual ordination of the family. How come, then, that so many Catholic, Catholic dads are rarely the initiator of the prayer life in the family. How many dads present here in the chapel kneel down first when it comes to prayer time for the family? How come that so many moms have to literally drag their husbands, and I refer here, of course, to good Catholic husbands... So to drag them from the couch or to pull them away from their electronic device to get them kneel with the children to do, for instance, their evening prayer. No, dear gentlemen, your primacy, your leadership starts here. And from there we can work on and examine the moral life of the family. From spiritual life, from the virtue of religion, can flourish a good moral life for himself and for the family. But this connection between the two domains will be the topic of our sermon next Sunday. Again, the Father is first in the order of generation, as God the Father is the principle whence proceeds the Son by eternal begetting or generation. You are, dear fathers, co Operator, in the work of creation with God as first God, first creator. You are therefore entrusted with an extraordinary mission, cooperating with God in the bringing of life among the family, in respecting this life and in protecting it from its many enemies. Unity now as the second consequence of your fatherhood. This unity is obvious in the Holy Trinity, as we pray in the symbol of St. Athanasius, and in this Trinity is nothing afore or after. Nothing is greater or less, but the whole three persons are co-eternal together and co-equal. So that in all things, as is aforesaid, the unity in Trinity and the Trinity in unity is to be worshipped, one altogether not by confusion of substance, but by unity of person. Unity, then, which implies to be one first when it comes to your own life and existence. That is, no dichotomy in you, no opposition or contrast between what I will call your private life or hidden life in the deepest part of your soul and mind and your public life or what appears Obvious to others unity which implies courage to take the means to defend to protect and to cherish this unity among the family unity which implies honesty with yourself with your wife and with your family and this can only be done by fighting against anything that would damage this unity Divisions between husband and wife in things of small or big importance. Other loves, other attachments that are not allowed in the secret and sacred boundaries of your own family. Let us now contemplate this other relation present in the Holy Trinity. The eternal generation or beginning of the Son is linked to the process by which the human intellect generates the concepts or mental word. Hence, the word of God is the person begotten by the Father. It is a personal name for God the Son. This divine sonship requires a certain submission of the Son towards the Father. Not my will, but yours be done says our Lord when, of course, referring to His human will in comparison to His divine will and the will of the Father, which both are one and unique. A certain submission, we said, submission based on love. This is what is also required from you, dear fathers and sons, since every father is also a son. Develop in your family, first for yourself, And then for your children, a filial fear of the Lord, keeping constantly before your eyes the sacrifice of Christ on the cross and the judgment soon to come. Filial fear and loving submission of the will of God, accepting whatever God wills to send you, having before your eyes all your actions, deeds and thoughts, you'll have to account for when the day of judgment will come. Not with the fear of a slave, which might be a first step, but then with the fear of a son, saddened and deeply affected for having offended or disappointed his beloved father. And finally, as a simple conclusion, remember this saying, we have such father, such son, or also, An apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Be a good and holy father today, not tomorrow, and leave for inheritance to your children your virtues, your ideals, your qualities. And if you have yourselves inherited the example of a life that was not edifying, do not be disheartened. But remember that grace transcends nature. Grace perfects nature. And as the famous saying tells us, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. So dear Father, thank you for your fatherhood. May God grant you the graces you need to fulfill your duties and obligations diligently and courageously always. courageously always. Saint Joseph, glory of home life, and pillar of families, pray for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.